Hello again, it's Danny Howe back for another episode of Tales from Southern Indiana. You know, among all the strange things that I've been remembering and sharing about, one of the things that I've uh, recalled recently is the kinds of things that were officially used to hit people with for purposes of punishment, not by the police, <laughs> but by uh, parents or uh, school systems. In other words, corporal punishment. Now, in the home, I, of course, in the old days, you heard a lot about woodsheds. I never really knew anybody who used a woodshed. Not sure why they'd go to the trouble of walking somewhere to put somebody in a small building in order to beat them with something. Um, really seems like a, a lot of trouble. But at any rate, uh, we had switches. And switches were, of course, supposed to be branches with smaller branches and leaves on them, perhaps, that um, had to be big enough, you know, to cause a little bit of pain if you're. Uh, parents hit you real hard in your on your ankles if you were wearing shorts or I'm not sure where they'd hit you if you were wearing long pants and they weren't really so much of a painful corporal punishment but it was somewhat humiliating to have to go and cut your own switch it's kind of like having to dig your own grave before somebody shot you and I did not like that uh, even though the switch didn't really hurt so much it felt like it did so we had that and other people probably use belts, but that always seemed like some horrible thing to me. I never experienced that. I think that uh, the interesting things my mother did that were not too violent and were in fact quite humorous to watch sometimes, she liked to chase us with brooms. Apparently a broom was usually close available to her, and if she got quite upset, usually with one of my brothers, especially the one none of us liked very much, she would grab a broom and come running at him, and he would run away, and since the house was only four rooms with no doors separating them, you could kind of run in circles over and over again, and she'd chase him with a room until she either managed to hit him or uh, just got tired. More often than not, though, her weapon of choice was a cup of coffee. I mean, she wouldn't throw the cup. She would slosh you with the coffee that was, <laughs> that was actually in the cup. And, uh, you know, she'd try to make it last so that she wouldn't have thrown it all at once because she wanted to, to chase you for a bit, I guess, to drive home a point. Never happened to me, probably because I was, in addition to her, the only coffee drinker at home. Um, so, at any rate, those were, those were home disciplines that I recall. And, uh, and then at school, the sort of wood theme continued with the use of wooden paddles. I guess a long time ago there would have been... Um, there would have been staffs that were made of wood that they would hit you with too. But at any rate, wooden paddles, they were, oh, maybe about two feet long and an inch thick or so, usually as I recall, and they had little holes in them. And in our, in our school, in our grade school, the vice principal administered this punishment. He was a big, strong guy, and he also taught shop. So he would make the kids who were most likely to be paddled make new paddles for him. And then he'd have a whole bunch of them on the wall, and when somebody was sent to him to be paddled, then he would choose which was his favorite for that day. They all had little holes in them of different sizes and locations that were apparently meant to create different levels of stinging. I never experienced this either, but it was something we talked about a lot and lived in fear of. Uh, the fellow was, he was, I think he was kind of enthusiastic about paddling kids, really. Now, to my surprise, Indiana is one of the few states, or the minority of states anyway, that still allows corporal punishment, specifically paddling. And among the statistics most recently available, it is the state that actually uses uh, 
this sort of punishment the least. But it does use it, and uh, it, uh, uh, it, it's subject to some rules. They differ from school system to school system. So what we have in Indiana is some very basic rules for how to go about it. Um, in uh, Anderson Community School, wherever that is, I guess Anderson, Indiana in the north, um, the paddle must be made of wood, can't make it out of steel or you know something like a knife or whatever, and it must be applied to the buttocks only. Now, one thinks you wouldn't have to write that down. Well, you're not gonna smash the kid in the face with it, but at any rate, the, uh, uh, the other rules that are, that are somewhat interesting, I think, include, uh, uh, well, this is my favorite from Gary, Indiana. See, these are not in the South. If these were Southern schools, these rules would make more sense, or we wouldn't have rules at all. Paddling is to be administered, quote, in an objective manner and in such a way that no permanent injury can result. Well, all right, I mean, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, there's some there's some there's some guidelines for you. I'm not really sure what people would do to create permanent injury with a paddle to the buttocks, but you never know. Perhaps there are people who have eggshell buttocks that you have to be concerned about. And uh, let's see. Some of the rules talk about the fact that uh, the paddle can only be of a certain thickness. None of them really talk about what kind of wood it could be. I would have thought there would have been something like that. You know, uh, cannot be made of ironwood or something like that. Um, at any rate, the, uh, I'm surprised that some of the things that I think of as old memories actually persist and are being used to inflict new terrible memories on young children now in, in, in my home state. As always, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.